0: Welcome to the Conquer and Win podcast, where men learn how to conquer all challenges and win at life, develop self-mastery, and get success lessons from powerful guests to enrich your journey as a man. Today, I have a man known as Cajun, who has been teaching men how to build confidence with women for over 10 years. And in May of 2016, he took over Love Systems, which is one of the biggest companies in the dating space. Derek gained notoriety for his appearance on the TV program Keys to the VIP. Today, we talk about toxic relationships and how to get into healthy, quality relationships, set boundaries, and build your confidence as a man. Today, I'm kind of interested in talking about relationships. And I saw you with, um, I don't know, I can't remember his real name, but Ten Magnet, uh, many months ago talking on relationships. And it was kind of interesting, kind of especially, didn't get to this point in the uh, podcast yet, but the topic of toxic relationships is very interesting to me because I've actually been in a couple of toxic relationships many, many years ago. Yeah. And I thought it was a great learning experience. Like while, while it was happening, it didn't feel great, but I was also like, it was my fault completely because I hadn't grown a spine at the point at that point. But right. because of these relationships, I actually became a lot stronger and learned a lot, learned a lot of different things about relationships and uh, holding your ground, setting boundaries, all these different kind of things. Uh, have you ever been in a toxic relationship or something you could kind of consider not to be, like something where you gave too much ground and you were allowed to get uh, pushed around a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think that anyone that dates a lot Inevitably, will end up dating um, one of these people, and I say people because there's obviously men and women like this um, that, uh, they, they that that kind of do that—that you know, overstep their boundaries, that you you know, manipulate. Um, you know, they uh, they yeah, they're they're basically shitheads, and <laughs> yeah. and and you know, and the thing is, because they're like that, they tend to you know, get around, you know, because their relationships end up being cut short by people that know better. They end up dating around a lot of people. And, you know, especially with women, I find these types of women tend to be a bit more sexual, you know, they tend to be a bit more, um, uh, you know, they, they they just are more attractive in in a lot of, uh, really, um, alluring ways. Mm -hmm. And Maybe this kind of plays into a little bit that you end up you, you get almost like a false representation of how many there are out there because you end up seeing so many of them because they they're the ones that just end up being the easiest I guess or the most available date mm-hmm. uh, so so yeah the answer is yes I have uh, quite a few actually. Um, I guess I've been I don't know if lucky is the right word but certainly um, I've uh, had enough experience with women to uh, these types of women, to get a pretty good idea of the different types of them and and how they sort of function. So, you know, like you, I, I grew a lot from that, and I ended up learning a lot to avoid them in the future. And I think it's, I don't regret dating any of these women, and I, I think you certainly could, because some of them can be downright destructive. Oh, yeah. uh, but most of the time, in most cases, they're just kind of annoying, or they're, um, you know, they're just bad relationships, uh, and that's where it ends, but... Um, you know, you can learn a lot from that and you can certainly learn a lot of how they function and how to avoid them. So yeah, without getting into too many details that I, my answer is yes, quite a few of them. <laughs> and, uh, I have no regrets from, from dating them. Yeah. It's
0: the same here. Like there's no regrets. You you go through these experiences and as long as you take it the right way and you can look at it, um, from the right perspective, you, you can grow a lot from it, right? From the point where I had those relationships too, like I really needed a kick in the ass and that that's, those relationships were the, the right kick in the ass to, to get. Um, but you mentioned about the, the sexual aspect too and I think that's one of the big traps because cause it's, it's very easy to mistake love and lust. Uh, mm-hmm. Like it's a very, very similar feeling but it's almost like a, a negative addiction when we get into a, a lust with a... Somebody who uh, could be considered toxic, somebody who's going to push you around and just really isn't good for you. It's like taking a drug where you, you really want it, but it's doing all this kind of bad stuff to you. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a, it creates kind of this magnet effect, right? A magnet, magnet effect, can't say it. Mm-hmm. But where you're like really drawn to it and you, you really, you, well, you lust for it, where right? you need it, even though you're kind of getting beat up here and there. Every once in a while you get a little bit of a uh, a treat, I guess you could say, I and mean, she gives in and she she uh, acts nice for a short time and, and, and sexual, and which uh, was very alluring. But all of a sudden it's back on that roller coaster again where you're going uh, downwards back in the diamond spiral and, and getting your emotions uh, played with.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's funny, too, like, you, you mentioned this this stuff, and I'm just sort of, like, getting a flood of memories from <laughs> different women I've dated that have sort of uh, showcased some of these traits, and, you know, one thing you mentioned is that there is an allure to it, you know, and it's not just the sexual aspects, it's it's everything, the drama, the drama for it, too. I'll give you an example, and you may, this might be something you've experienced as well. Oftentimes, with these women, um, or these people, I should say, you'll find that, very, very early in the relationship, if you want to call it that, um, you'll find that there's just sort of this 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 series of dramatic events that seem to happen, and it can kind of be like a whirlwind thing where you know maybe you guys meet someplace and you hook up and you know she you talk to her the next day and it almost has the semblance of being this like you know like oh wow you know this might this girl's really interesting she's really into me. And then maybe she calls you up or something happens and she's like, oh, my God, my father was in the hospital last night. I'm so upset. And, you know, he had a heart attack and you're like, oh, my God, you know, why don't you come over? And it's almost like there's all these things that happen that seem to escalate the relationship much quicker than it normally would happen. And it's you get so caught up in it that you're kind of like, you know, now she came over and you guys are having this sort of interaction which is more closely resembling a uh, a serious relationship you know having to help her with these emotional issues she's going through even though you only met her about two or three days ago or a week ago or whatever and it doesn't seem like an alarm bell at the time because you've never experienced that and you're also maybe a decent person you don't want to say I don't believe you or whatever but then there's another dramatic thing that happens maybe a little bit later and then you start to see a pattern and then maybe you you know when you start to see that or something bad happens she flips out on you because she couldn't get a hold of you one night when you were supposed to be home you know you were out with your buddies and she tried calling you and you missed 10 of her calls and you're like uh-oh something's weird here now and then you know maybe you break it off with her but then you meet another one and you start seeing a similar thing happening again the big dramatic thing happens in the first few days you know and you kind of see a pattern you're like wait a second this isn't something that is just you know, randomly happening. this seems to be uh, you know, it's almost like they're following a script. Yes. Um, and it's happened to me enough times that I can recognize it now, and I you know when I was single, i would I would cut that right right away as soon as I saw it happening. Um, but it's weird because it's not like these people are getting together and describing how to do this. They just learn. From doing this to people, you know, and I think this one that I'm describing is more of a, a female one. I don't know many men that do this. This one in particular. Not that guys don't do equally terrible things, but um, this one in particular, I've only I've only noticed in women, um, and it's incredibly, you know, emotionally manipulative. Um, but it serves a purpose, right? When they do this, they get that uh, reaction from men. They they find that men tend to connect with them a lot quicker and with a lot more. Um, you know uh, emotional um, uh, you know like it's a much more serious emotional connection so it's weird because when you look back on it it's like wow how did I not see that but when you get caught up in it it's just because it's a new relationship because you know the sex is probably really good and and it's so new and it's like wow this is also exciting but in hindsight you're just kind of like how did I not see this happening so anyway it's that's something I has had you know it's happened to me probably half a dozen times if not more um, and uh, which I guess may seem like a lot but um, considering you know that I've uh, I've dated quite a few women so it's not to say that this is a, a huge percentage of them but it is certainly a, uh, a percentage that is noticeable and um, and yeah so they do exist and uh, you do learn from them pretty quick but it can seem very exciting and I honestly feel bad for the guys to get stuck in relationships with them because there are a lot of them. Uh, and you know, I think maybe you yourself or anyone listening, we've all had that friend that sort of stuck with this woman that everyone else is like, what are you doing? How do you not see it? And then get sort of caught up in it that, you know, not to say that's what this would be necessarily, but certainly this would, this would be one of those cases if they did stay with them. So, um, so yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, I know. Uh, it, it feels like going down memory lane here, talking to you. It's like you're a psychologist, and uh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> know, remembering the, these things. I ha- actually had a student in, in recent times um, who who fit the example very well. He ended up getting into uh, a sort of a fling relationship with this one woman who who uh, could just to me was very clear. She she was a uh, it was a toxic. It was going down a toxic path. But you know, like the, the drama you mentioned, um, she, like she definitely knew how to press the buttons. It, this wasn't the only case, but she she had this one. This one thing happened where her ex-husband was chasing her, who, you know, they were still technically married but she was in the process of divorce and apparently he, he hit her or who knows what and all of a sudden and my this uh this guy I knew felt like he had a protector and he was, all, he was getting drawn into this drama and I, i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa wait a sec you know why, why, why are you getting drawn into this drama this is her stuff you can't do anything to protect her if this is really happening mm. and uh and and who knows if it is because she's manipulating you because there's was, there was multiple other examples of things that happened that he told me about they just mm-hmm. kind of all fit the same picture and, and what you were talking about where you know it's like they're master button pushers they know what to do to get a reaction from men and to draw guys in and really get them
1: uh, hooked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, man, in some of these situations, I've had this situation happen where one of these women that I had dated ended up, because they're usually doing this to multiple guys and, you know, a lot of the time at the same time. So, you know, they'll try to play you off each other. Um, They'll try to create the drama by saying, oh my God, you know, this other guy that, I'd went on a date with uh, earlier is stalking me when you know from that guy's position he's just in the same position you are thinking he's just dating this girl and you know they try to create drama like that and anyway I mentioned this because this one one time it happened where the other guy that she was dating was actually a friend of mine and we found out uh, by basically describing the same woman uh, to each other of this wow. new, this woman we were dating we're like and we you know we caught on after a while like, wait a second and um, you know so it just goes to show you um you know and this was in this was when i was in vancouver too not not a small city so um so yeah it just goes to show you like you know that that was interesting because we got to see how she was manipulating us because we got to see um you know hear both each other's point of views separate from hers um and that was quite interesting but yeah i mean i don't want to scare guys out there that are hearing this and being like oh my god i gotta avoid women (laughs) because they are a small percentage they just they just get around a lot and they are like i said easy pretty easy to 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 um recognize once you kind of know the you know the cards they play but um but yeah it's it's it can be pretty scary in some of the stuff they do
0: yeah, the the pattern's all the same. There's all, there's always some drama. There's always, you know, there's a, they're very good and bad, uh, interestingly enough. And, you know, they have a few different points where they can hook you and really make you feel like compelled to be with them and also to save them too. You always have to be the hero because there's yeah. some guy stalking them or their ex-husbands beating them, or you know, whatever. Like, there's lots of different cases. Um for guys like especially I, I think this happens more to inexperienced guys or some guys who maybe did have experiences but didn't learn from them. What's the be- What's really the best path uh, to defense? Like, if you want to get into a healthy relationship, I kind of, I kind of view it as you have to work on yourself. There's certain, probably certain characteristics and uh, boundaries you got to set up in order to um, have a natural defense or kind of like an immunity, um, a vaccine, if you will, against yeah. these toxic relationships. What, what would you say is the best way for a guy to work on this kind of stuff, or so,
1: what to uh, do? Yeah, you kind of hit the nail on the head there uh, when you said boundaries, because here's the here's the big problem with guys, and this has uh, you know, this has to do with toxic relationships relationships, but it also has to do with all relationships. One of the biggest problems I hear from guys is I got stuck in a relationship I didn't want to be in. And sometimes th- these relationships are with women who are not toxic at all. They're just completely normal women that were just under the assumption the relationship was something that obviously wasn't being reciprocated by the by the guy. And so this is a way to deal with that as well as toxic women. You just set strong boundaries. Most guys don't set boundaries at all because they feel like if they set boundaries, they're going to scare women away. And the thing is if you don't set boundaries, what's going to happen is women are going to assume the relationship is – the frame of it is what they want it to be. And what they want it to be is usually based on either their previous experience with guys, their, their friends and social group or family, or uh, in, in more often is popular culture. And none of these are really, maybe friends and family would be, depending on what her background and how she was raised and who she hangs out with are, um, that might be a a healthy relationship. But the other ones very likely may not be. You know, if she's going by her past relationships, um, who knows who she's dated. If she's going by popular culture, popular culture sets a really bad example, um, for the most part, of what a relationship should look like. So if you don't set boundaries, they're going to take that uh, that frame of how it goes, which means, you know, this is why you'll have, in most cases, women are probably not going to, depending on, on their age and and, and, and whatnot, they're probably going to hold off on sleeping with you for however many dates they, they think is socially appropriate. Um, as soon as they do sleep with you, they're going to assume that there is a relationship of a certain serious degree that's been established because of that. Um, they're going to expect gifts and they're going to expect a certain amount of time from you Um, you're going to have to answer their phone calls within a certain amount of time. There's all these sort of, I I don't want to say rules, but certainly uh, expectations that you're supposed to follow. And if you don't set the boundaries very early on of what the relationship is and what your expectations are, then you're going to go by hers, and you're going to upset her and yourself, and it's not going to be a good scene. So this is how you avoid toxic ones as well as Uh, has you know having normal relationships with people you set those boundaries early it doesn't mean after the first date you're gonna be like all right so here's the rules one you can only call me every three days like it's not a a conversation like that it's normally what I do is or what I did when a boundary gets encroached upon or or you know passed or whatever if they, they go beyond a boundary I'm comfortable with that's usually when a conversation happens and it doesn't even have to be a negative one it's usually a positive one so it'd be something like look you know what? I, I just, I just, you know, I just want to talk to you about something that happened recently. Um, you know, I really, really like you, and you know, I'm, I'm, I love going on dates with you, and I love hanging out with you, and I really want to see where this, where th- where this goes. The other day, um, you know, you did X, Y, Z, and I just want to let you know that that's not really something I'm really into, and it's not really how I see, um, you know, this relationship. It, it kind of gave me one thing you can say actually that works really well is saying it was kind of unattractive. Um, which, depending on what happened, what it was, will make more sense uh, you know, depending on how you use that, but that could be a term you can use that usually gives them a very clear indication that you didn't like it without necessarily getting too upset with them. Yeah, um, so. so you know stuff like that. so if they did, let's say they left ten you know or a couple messages on your on your voicemail and they were upset that you didn't call them back. you know and a lot of guys, their default is to be like apologetic about that, be like, you know what I'm so sorry, I didn't know that. You need me to do that. It's not really... Because what you're doing is you're reinforcing that frame. If that's not the frame you want, you're someone who doesn't want to have to call them, let's say, every night or have to return a call up within however long of a time, then you got to tell them that. Say, look, that's I'm not really interested in a relationship like that. Um, and I totally understand if that's what you're looking for. Uh, and, and and if it is, then, then I totally understand that. But I can't be in a relationship like that because... Um, I find that too restrictive or, or whatever the reason you want to use. So you just lay it out and you got to stand really firm on that boundary because here's what's going to happen. A regular woman will be totally okay with that depending on what the boundary is. If you have a fucked up crazy boundary, then <laughs> you know she's probably going to push on it. But if it's a regular boundary like the ones I just described, they're going to be fine with it. The toxic woman is not. Um, they're going to probably fight that every time. And that's how you can usually tell early on is when you try to enforce these really sort of, you know, easy, easy, agreeable boundaries, they push back on them. Um, because usually these types of women are the women that uh, they always get their way. And they do it by manipulation and, and other sort of, um, you know, uh, ethically wrong uh, ways of going about it. But when they finally find a guy that, that doesn't allow them to do that, they tend to lash out a bit um, because they lose control. So So that's an easy way to tell the toxic women, but it's also a great way to set yourself up for the kind of relationship that you want to be in, and not find yourself trapped into a relationship you don't want to be a, be in with an otherwise really great woman.
0: Those are great points. So I think, yeah, you're setting a standard for a good relationship. So it's not obviously it's not just about toxic uh, relationships and avoiding them, but yeah, you're gonna once you do find somebody who's ideal for you, you're gonna kind of find that out actually by her reactions to to your boundaries, the the way things that you've uh, set up
1: yeah exactly and I mean if they have a really good argument for let's and this really depends on the boundary you're setting then maybe there can be a conversation about it but if it's a pretty pretty strict boundary you're enforcing that you need uh, like you're not really going to sway on like you can't then you need to enforce it and if if they need if they threaten to walk then you got to let them and you got to say you know what I totally understand I get that Um, and um, you know I'm really sad we couldn't continue this but uh, you know give me a call if you change your mind and and that's it And you don't contact them again. And more often than not, you know, and again, this depends on the boundary. If she fought hard on the boundary, the toxic ones will call you back and they'll try to probably get back together with you. And they'll try to manipulate you. And then eventually probably go past that boundary again. So you need to be, uh, you know, uh, understand that's probably going to happen. But even regular women will, to a certain extent, if it's uh, like the boundaries that usually a lot of women will actually not um, follow on uh, are things like dating other women, that's when they usually will walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're you're the kind of guy that's like, "I want to date multiple women and kind of ha- and be open about that, a lot of women will walk from that. It doesn't mean that they all of them will walk and uh, not date you because some of them will walk and then call you back and kind of be like, "Well, look, you know, i'm i'm I do like you, so let's see where this goes and and you know whatever. but um and which I do recommend doing if you are looking at dating multiple women, and not wanting to lie about it, uh, then then sometimes by being open about it is a, is a viable, um, you know, uh, a viable strategy to take in, in terms of communicating that with them. But anyway, there are all I'm saying is there are boundaries that even regular women will fight you on. So don't just think that when a woman fights you on a boundary that they're all crazy and toxic. Um, it really depends on the boundary.
0: Yeah, I think it's also kind of like. It, I think it's normal for people in general. We, we're always kind of testing the the line a little bit, and I think if you have, at least if you have a line that you're willing to enforce um, in a relationship, most women will actually be more attracted to you because of it. I don't think guys who get pushed over by, by normal women, by not the uh, not the toxic ones, but I don't think guys who get pushed over because they have no boundaries will end up in a relationship for that long because the woman's going to lose her or the guy's going to lose his appeal. Right? Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't have any
1: backbone, and that. that's not very attractive. Yeah, exactly. And I mean that's that's the big thing about it. I was it's funny you mention this too because I I've, I've just been rewatching um uh, The Sopranos with my wife and um the episode we watched last night, uh, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't watched The Sopranos <laughs> from 15 years ago. Um the uh, it's where, you know, Tony gets in a in a fight with his wife and they end up separating and she said something uh, during that fight where she said, you know, the the fight happened and the separation happened because he was cheating on her. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she knew about it anyway, but it just kind of reached a boiling point. And she had said this thing during the fight where she said, you know, if you at least would have paid me attention and, you know, been romantic with me and, and, and been like a good husband to me, I would have been totally okay with this continuing to happen. And which says a lot. And that kind of what she was saying was, you know, you weren't really owning it. You were being sneaky and disrespectful about it. So... You know, there's, you know, if you want to be the guy that can, let's say, date multiple women, you're allowed to do that. There's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, if – I mean, to certain people there may be something wrong with that. But <laughs> for you, there's nothing wrong with it. So y- as long as you own it and, uh, you know, you can treat the women you are dating with respect, you'll find that there's a lot of women out there that don't have a problem with it. As long as they feel like they're the center of your universe when they're with you, that's usually good enough. Anyway, something that – I uh, I thought about because I watched that episode last night.
0: Oh, uh, you did lots of good stuff coming from TV on relationships. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is sometimes, or you know, also good uh, negative examples. Now, we're coming to a, a close here, but just to summarize a little bit for anybody who's listening, what would be something for a guy to look out for if he's get, just just started dating a girl? And like, you've already mentioned some of these points already, but. If you just start dating a girl and, you know, it's some red flags, what would be the red flags? What, what should a guy look out for if he's uh, to identify somebody who's probably not ideal for a relationship?
1: Yeah. So, so, yeah, the big things I'd look for are these uh, weird, like dramatic events that seem to happen on the regular or very quickly. So look out for things like uh, terminal illness in their family or, you know, fights with their ex-boyfriends um or uh you know all these just really dramatic things just tend to happen around them uh look out for them needing you to uh to be sort of their knight in shining armor um and that may have something to do with the previous example i just gave or it may just be um you know they're really upset about something uh and you know need you to help them uh sometimes it's like financial worries which can be you know of its in its own category of manipulation if they're trying to get money out of you. Um, just look for things like that. If it's a situation where you're thinking, wait a sec, this is awfully uh, weird that this event is happening so soon. Well, it's usually because they're that type of person that's that's manipulating you. That's one. Uh, look for gaslighting. Gaslighting is when uh, people tend so when when bad things happen, they tend to make it seem like you're you're the crazy one. Um, so if you're, let's say, being critical of them for something that happened, they make it seem like you're the one being crazy, or you're the crazy one. Or if you see them do something you don't like, they make it seem like you you were seeing things. Or essentially, it's blaming them uh, or you, like, which would be you in this case, uh, for their their own, um, you know, the things they're doing wrong. Uh, so that's that's one thing to look for. Um, what else? If they I mean, there's a lot of smaller ones that, in and of themselves, don't mean much. Uh, but when you combine them with everything else, it kind of adds up. Like if they dress super provocatively, if they're super flirty with everybody. Um, I mean, if they if they have drug uh, problems, is usually. Oh yeah. Uh, a lot of the ones that that I found did have drug problems, and they they try to get you to do the drugs with them. Um, that's you know that can be a big one. Uh, especially drugs that tend to uh, make you a lot more happy and emotional. They can use those to manipulate you into getting into, you know, relationships and stuff like that. If they, I mean, there's some scary ones like they don't want you to use condoms or they um, don't even, you know, they kind of just initiate sex without thinking about any, any safety and stuff like that. That can sometimes be really scary. Um, you don't want a situation where they, they're, you know, get pregnant or whatever and hold that over you. So be careful of that. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones that maybe that are less uh, obvious. Um, so the frequency of contact, if they're calling you, you know, immediately the next day, which again, in and of itself, not a big deal, but when you combine it with the other things can maybe be, uh, you know, a, a red, or, um, a warning light, um, the, uh, uh, so yeah, they're, they're calling you a lot, they're texting you a lot, they're getting upset over trivial things, like not returning texts, uh, not calling them in a day, um, you know, not responding to their Facebook post or whatever, uh, anything like that where they're getting upset over trivial things, uh, that's a, that's definitely a flag. Um, wanting to meet your friends right away, um, wanting to come to your house and like know where you live, um, Yeah that would be getting um well that one's not so bad uh <laughs> yeah i guess i mean i think i hit probably a lot of them there
0: oh yeah no th- th- i agree with all those too. and I've, I've definitely experienced almost all of them except for the the drug thing i think um but it's just kind of like it just paints a picture of drama overall yeah pretty much just, just in, in a single word drama dra- you know avoid the drama if you get somebody who's bringing all the drama like all the things you mentioned which is it's all
1: drama then you w- might want to get out of there quickly Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's tough, man. I've, it's, I've been in these situations, and sometimes I've been in them, and I know that I'm in them, but it's kind of like, man, I, I know I'm in this, but sometimes... And this is a trap that I fall in. It's kind of like the sex is so good, and they're yes. so hot, that you're kind of like, eh, I think I can deal with this <laughs> a little bit longer, just kind of see if it gets worse. And then yeah. it always does, and you're yeah. kind of like, I'm an idiot. So don't be like me and think with your dick think with your head because what might happen is you might wait a little bit longer and then things get so bad that you kind of get trapped so just be careful with that
0: yeah like with a baby that'd that'd be the worst trap of all yeah a baby or they go
1: crazy and know where you live and show up at your house at 3 a.m and try to break the window that happened to me oh Uh, boy it's yeah it's it's not, not not a good scene so best just to avoid
0: Definitely. And Derek, thank you very much for joining us. The show is uh, very informative. If anybody wants to get in touch with you or they're interested in training, or dating or relationship stuff,
1: where where, they, where should they go? Yeah, so I run Love Systems. So just go to uh, www.lovesystems.com uh, and you can find us on all the social media, YouTube and Facebook and whatnot. Uh, I'm Derek Cajun. Uh, so I run the company and I am available for training somewhat, uh, only by request. But uh, we do have many other uh, great trainers located all over the world um, that host uh, programs and boot camps of every kind. So check us out.
0: Awesome. Thanks again, Derek. Thanks for listening to the Conquer and Win podcast. Conquer your challenges and become a stronger man in life and business by joining the community on conquerandwin.com. Until next time, stay strong.